guys. Welcome. This is Unleashed No Judgments. Thank you for listening. My name is Tess. And I'm Jackie. Welcome back to another great episode. I'm excited today. We're recording at a different time of the day. It's like early versus me after work. I have two cups of coffee next to me and a big old water bottle, so I don't have to get up and refill. And I have a Kahlua and coffee. Oh, I'm jealous. (laughs) I'm so close. I have like... I am officially less than five weeks until my due date, and this was officially the first week where I was really craving alcohol. You're just going to get hammered after one drink. Oh, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> and it, I did use, for listeners, I don't think we've ever mentioned this on the podcast, Jackie saved me earlier in my pregnancy by recommending free alcohol-removed wine, so it's F-R-E, and it's wine that goes through the winemaking process, but then they remove all the alcohol and it's considered safe for pregnancy because there's no alcohol, but it tastes like wine. So throughout all my bridal showers and baby showers and even at my wedding, I was able to drink like alcohol removed champagne. <laughs> Yay! And last night, that was the same thing. We had my cousins and my brother and sister-in-law come up for game night and I had a bottle of alcohol removed rosé in the fridge. Awesome. I'm glad you like it. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And I mean, like, no, it doesn't taste just like wine because obviously the alcohol changes the flavors a little bit. Some of the titrates that are in there get removed with it. But it hits the spot when you're craving and it's been so long since you've had actual alcohol. And you just kind of need it. I don't know if I could go nine, ten months without alcohol. Well, and remember, it's going to be a little bit longer for me, too. Well, I have to be very cautious Because I do plan on breastfeeding and alcohol goes into breast milk. Right, yeah. But they have those strips, though, those test strips. I've heard that those are bullshit, but obviously you can find anything out on the internet. True. But I also just plan to get my milk supply going and then being able to do a pump and dump. There you go. Where I can drink and then have supplies of milk saved up to still feed the child and just dump the alcohol for a little bit afterwards. (laughs) I haven't planned or thought about this at all, as you can tell. (laughs) No, no. It sounds like you just thought about it right now and absolutely no planning or thinking prior to. No. (laughs) I haven't had conversations with my friends who are, have kids already and drink and how well that works and everything else. So (laughs) how has your week been? Uh, My week's been pretty good, actually. Haven't really done much. Shocker. Although last week I did mention about my battery dying and going to take it to Kia. So did that yesterday. But when I had made the appointment, I wrote in the notes, hey, please call me for pricing before the appointment, which they didn't do. So we get there, and I'm like, hey, how much is this going to be? And she's like, well, to look at it, it's going to be $150. I was like, get the fuck out of here. What? Just to look at it? Yeah, so to look at it, it's going to be 150 And if it required any further parts, labor, what have you, it would go toward the price of whatever it was. But if it was something as small as pulling a fuse out, it would still be $150. Yeah, that's insane. So I said, oh, no thank you, and left. Because Tom and his brother know somebody who does have a shop who could probably look at it for cheaper. So if it happens again, we're just going to call them up and go there. I'm sorry, I'm not paying $150 to possibly maybe just have to pull a fuse out or I don't know, whatever, but that's a lot of money. No, it absolutely is, especially since honestly, 
you can go through and look at your little fuse map that you have in your car and pull out the fuse if you'd like to yourself. Yeah, that's true. And check it and see if it's broken. Like, I don't know a lot of car mechanics. I know those basics. (laughs) Well, the issue with that is if I do pull the fuse, would that possibly affect anything else in the car? Google. (laughs) That's true. Or I'm just take it to somewhere cheaper. Yeah. Give it to a local business that could, you know benefit more than a massive dealership yeah no absolutely i mean i've maybe i have a false safety in pulling fuses because of my older brother who i wish he was smarter (laughs) he taught me how to pull fuses because he refuses to wear his seatbelt but pulls the fuse that beeps at you when you don't have your seatbelt on so that's why i know a lot about pulling fuses sadly knock on wood thankfully he's never gotten in a severe car accident or injured himself that way so hopefully that stays Yes, hopefully. How has your week been? It's been a lot. (laughs) There's been a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that I'm debating on when or how or if I will bring into the podcast, whether it be this episode or other ones. Probably later, just to see how they develop. But it's been good, though. We are just trying to enjoy the fact that I have a three-day weekend right now. That's exciting. And, yeah, super excited and just enjoy the weather and all of that my wholesome moment I will share later obviously in the podcast and that this week made me really really happy so we are yeah we are surviving my work work I know that was a big piece of the last episode which listeners I appreciate (laughs) you listening to me vent oh my boss he is he is trying he is doing better a little bit but he has a really bad tendency to start group chats Like, I get wanting to send just a message out to everybody. And, like, a couple of them made sense. Where it was like, hey, don't forget for this mandatory training we have to do, you have to code your time card differently. Perfect. Appreciate it. But I hate the people that just decide to keep responding to it. Or respond to him with a message. Like, hey, Chad, what about this? No. No, 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 no. That's not a group chat thing. No. Please and thank you. And that actually takes me directly into my event this week. Ooh, perfect. Of group chats. Oh. Yeah, well, so kind of on yours. When I was working, we had a group chat for the morning crew. The only issue with that was only one person ever used it. And it was because she needed to ask one other person a message. It was never group related. Oh, no. Send the message privately. It doesn't affect anybody else. I don't need to be a part of it. I didn't need my phone blowing up at six in the morning or late at night because you wanted to ask one person a question. But was it ever like a good juicy question that could at least feed into gossip? No, not at all. That's not as fun then. (laughs) No, usually it had to do with like bread orders. Oh yeah, bakery stuff. I was like, what? So yeah, sorry. Nothing juicy. So sorry. (laughs) But yeah, group chats. My issue with them is generally it begins like, hey, we're all doing this. Do you guys want to do this? Are you in? Yes, no. Great. Okay. And then it should be in a perfect world only about whatever it is that you're going to, whether it be hanging out, a family gathering, work. It should just be about that. I hate that it turns into private messages. An entire group chat will turn into just these two people talking about their own whatever is going on. It doesn't involve the rest of us. Why are we still here for it? 
take it to a private chat. You don't need to keep going in the group chat. I don't need to know about what's going on in your life. Going completely off topic. And it's like, okay, this no longer involves me. Again, take it off group chat. Oh, it's so annoying. No, I totally get it. My, I love it to a point with like a lot of my in-laws. I mean, some family chats and stuff. But a couple members of my family-in-law, I'll just call them that, love to just go straight into personal conversations. Like, these are one-in-one conversations. Yeah. Like, please stop. But then certain members will get mad if we ask them to go to a personal conversation. What do you mean you don't want to hear my private conversation with this one other person? Yeah. Don't you want to hear us talking about X, Y, and Z? No, I really don't. If I wanted to talk to this person about X, then I would talk to this person about X. (laughs) Yeah. And now your phone is just blowing up. Oh, yeah. And... It has nothing to do with you. It's just, it's so annoying. No. And, or with some of my other family members, with my actual personal ones, I am the one that tries to pull out into a personal conversation, but love my brother. I don't think he will ever listen to this podcast. So I don't give a shit saying this, but I would also say this to his face. I've said this to his face. <laughs> he, he is too caught up with himself to notice that I've gone to a private message So he'll just read my message, but then respond to the group chat instead of me privately. And then everybody else gets confused. Like, where did that come from, Trav? Like, what happened with that? And then he's like, oh, (laughs) Tess texted me personally, and I must have responded on here. And I'm like, big brother, please, please don't. (laughs) Like, it just bugs me. Yeah. And I was gonna say my mom, love her. She still has a flip phone. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Nice. Flip phones are not compatible with group chats. Lucky. No, because then you get every single text (laughs) message as an individual text message. Oh, that's even worse. And when she responds, it responds individually, not to the group. And so that really messes stuff up. That's so weird. Well, I guess, yeah, because she's getting it as an individual message. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be confusing. Or when she responds to the group chat, she can respond. I don't know. It's all messed up. It's so weird. I don't understand how that works, but it causes so many issues and I've been yelled at by my siblings of why are you leaving mom out of the group chat? I was like, because she has, she has a flip phone. Group chats don't work on a flip phone, guys. Tess, you're being really rude and leaving your mom out. No, I'm texting her on the side still. (laughs) Or the picture that I just sent to the group chat, I'm going to send individually to her iPad because once again, any picture I try and send her, she can't see on her tiny little flip phone screen. So she immediately requests that I send it to her email anyway so she can pull it up on her tablet. Sorry. Kind of took over your event there. (laughs) So what more about group chats for you? (laughs) No. No, please go ahead. Or I hate it when you're in a group chat. (laughs) Chat. Group chat. And then all of a sudden it's people asking for favors or... Ooh. It's like, one, no. Just no. Hard no. Two, message people individually. Don't go into a group chat and start asking people for favors. I don't know if people think they're going to be more obliged to help because it is a group chat, but I can assure you, I am not. See, I would think it's more of the bystander effect. Like going back to some of our MFM true crime origins here of how we met. (laughs) You would think that, right, about the nurse that got murdered in the middle of the apartment complex and she's screaming for help and everybody just thought, oh, someone else would help her. Yep. I figure that's my logic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, someone else will get to it. Someone else will answer this. Someone else will give the advice. 
Or, and the person responds, goes, oh, I have this, but, okay, so you can't help. You decided to respond saying, yes, you have this, but it's not available, so you can't help them. Why, why are you even responding? What are you providing to this conversation besides another alert on my phone, and now I have to read this message that could have, you know, not even been sent at all? Well, and I guess that it does answer the question with the answer being no, and then that way they're like, okay, cool, my cop out, I'm done. But if it is the answer yes, that then goes down the trail of a personal conversation. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure that most of them don't take that conversation if it is a yes. Of like, hey, can you help me out with this? Yeah, sure, I've got this. They continue on the group chat versus like, oh, message me separately. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Or my issue with that is someone's like, hey, does anybody have a truck? I'm moving and I need some help. Yeah, I have a truck, but I'm not available that day. <laughs> I, I didn't need you to... Tell me that. Great. So you can't help me that day. The answer is no. Thank you. That's that's what bothers me when people do that. The yes buts. Yes, I have this, but no, you can't. Yes, I have this, but I can't help. It's like, no, you don't need to respond with any of that. You basically just say, I'm unavailable that day or I can't. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it <laughs> definitely does. Like I said, group chats, I feel like can be very convenient. I'm kind of on the fence in regards to your opinions about favors. Because sometimes I get that it can help. But it also depends on what group chats. Like, for real, the main group chats I'm in are with my family-in-law and my family and maybe a couple friends. And so if my in-laws are being like, hey, does anybody have a picture of Grandma Joe for her birthday? That's understandable, I feel like. Instead of texting everybody individually. Yeah. It can be a quick yes or no. Yeah, and if you are going to message and ask favors or something on a group chat. If you're the person answering, message them privately because then it's going to turn into a conversation and it's just going to be between you two. Yeah. Or make sure if you do answer in the group chat so everybody else knows, hey, it's been handled. Yeah. Because that's a respect thing because I, I have clients. There's long stretches of time throughout my day that I am not on my cell phone. So if I see a group chat that somebody's asking me, hey, does anybody have an extra drill? Whatever. And I don't see any responses. I don't want to respond and be like, yeah, I have one. Then get the whole, oh, hey, sorry, we got that taken care of. Respond to the group chat. Be like, hey, I can help you. Let me text you privately. <laughs> Separate that way. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other issue is when you're, when you're in a group chat asking for favors, you don't know if somebody has already responded privately. You don't have really any idea. Either nobody's responded or it's been taken care of privately. I think the overall <laughs> vent here is texting etiquette, especially when in a group chat. Yeah. Like, let's just try and be aware, people, of how many are on here. I, oh, this just, <laughs> this just triggered one. So I had a friend who had, was having a birthday party a couple weeks ago. She had made a big Facebook event, invited a bunch of people, then proceeded to delete the said Facebook event because she decided she didn't want a big birthday party for herself anymore. Okay, makes sense. She then sent out a group chat to everybody that said, Hey, if you're getting this text message, it means that you're still invited to come over to my house to celebrate my birthday. I'd love to see you. And then she said this, please respond individually or on here to let me know if you're coming. No. <laughs> Can it just please re respond individually to let me know if you're coming? Why are you giving them the option of still responding to said group chat? I guess it's probably because it was more convenient for her to just have one message of like everybody's responses. But then 
answers can get lost in a group chat. Yep. Especially if it's large. But she gave the option for both. That's what killed me. Please respond individually or to the group chat. There was like 14 people in this group chat. And I was just like, could we not? I don't know. Maybe I'm just a stickler and we all want the world according to Jackie and the world according to Tess, but... Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) I feel like some (laughs) of this is basic common courtesy, basic texting etiquette. I mean, I will say I used to love being in group chats because I felt included. Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, I'm included. This is nice. Now I'm like, oh, fuck a group chat. Shit. All right. Well, my phone's going to start going off forever and it's going to have nothing to do with me. Silent. Come back later when they're all done and I can just open it up one time and it's done. Well, as we learned last week, Jackie just doesn't read a lot of text messages in group chats. (laughs) I do not. No. I'll skim them. And I do need to start reading the messages, especially before either replying in text or verbally. Yes. (laughs) I mean, and that's just where, that's where it does get difficult, right? Where I hate looking at a group chat. It's like, you have 27 new messages in this. It's like, oh, this hurts. This sucks. Yeah, I think, I think especially in group chats, you're a lot more like inclined to just skim over the message because generally it's somebody else replying to something else. Doesn't necessarily involve you. And every now and then it's useful information, but you're so tired of reading all these messages that you just kind of skim over and forget it. And it was actually important. Whoops. Yeah. I don't know. Group chats can definitely be a headache. I think a big piece is who I'm in the group chat with. Yeah. Because I have a couple friends that I'm in group chats with. I love them because half the time it's just sending really shitty memes to each other. (laughs) I wouldn't mind being in that group chat. I love a good meme. And I love a good gif. And yes, that's how I say it. (laughs) And some family group chats can be good. Like when my sister-in-law sends cute videos of my nephew playing baseball or whatnot. But I don't know. Well, I guess another issue for me is in a lot of group chats, I don't know a lot of the numbers. I don't have a name to the number. Oh, yeah. So I have no idea who is responding. And so that makes it, I'm just like, well, I don't know who this person is. I have no idea. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right, stranger. (laughs) So we got group chats down. I think it's just, like I said, overall message. Be respectful of people's group chats, guys. Try and understand if you are going to a personal conversation, take it to a personal text message. Don't make everybody else have to be involved in your personal life. My question here, are you ever ballsy enough to say like, hey, can you guys take this to a personal message? No. (laughs) Why not? I guess... I don't want to be rude or because maybe they don't realize they're doing it or they don't realize that it's rude that they're doing it. If it's like a family one, I'll keep myself in it. But if like it's a work one or something, I will take myself out of the group message. Okay. I just wasn't sure. Because I mean, I know it can definitely all depend who you have the relationship with. There's been times where we've legit looked at our mother-in-law or texted my sister-in-law and said, Can you take this conversation out of the group chat? Yeah. I don't like confrontation. So that's another issue with me. I just usually kind of sit back and I'm like, all right, this is fine. Because God forbid I'm honest and I'm just like, hey, can you please take this into a private conversation? But my mind always goes to like the worst. So I don't want to make anybody mad or upset. So I usually just make myself uncomfortable for everybody else's comfort. See, and that's where I would encourage you finding your balance. I mean... Yes, we just went on a nice long bent about it. 
I, I mean, I'm also in a very confrontational mood right now between other <laughs> stuff happening. Not, I wouldn't say confrontational, just very blunt and forward because a lot of the stuff that's happening in my personal life, I'm just realizing you just got to be honest and straightforward with people. Sometimes sugarcoating it or hiding away your own feelings does not help. Yeah. It does not help the situation. A lot of the time it is me stressing myself out more rather than helping resolve it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so we'll get in group chats for like family dinner on Sundays with my husband's side. Because if you listen to the prior episodes, you know it's not on my side. (laughs) I would not be going to Sunday dinner with them. Only on my husband's side. But my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, and I love them very much. I'm very close with them. We'll just kind of start having their own conversation. And it's not typically a long conversation, but it's enough where I'm just like, stop it. (laughs) Please stop it. So, yeah, we don't really want to say anything. We'll just put the phone down and come back later. Yeah, I mean, and I'm in the exact same boat as you. And that's where I have to learn to follow the lead of my husband rather than do what I would normally do with my family because our family dynamics are very different. Right. Is that I'm learning very well from my husband and my father-in-law that the bigger picture issue will come from me saying anything. And it's a lot easier just to have your phone on silent. And like you said, leave it be for the 25 messages that's going to come through and just pretend it never happened. Yeah. And I mean, I honestly don't think they realize that it's just those two talking. So sometimes it's just easier to just let it go because it's really not that big of a deal in the end. I just started laughing on the side as Jackie said, let it go, because I had a complete squirrel moment of thinking about Frozen. And we love that song that we all love to hate and we all hate to love. Which I can brag and say, I have never seen that movie, but I do know the song. (laughs) Well, it just makes me think of how poor of a choice it was for them to name this hurricane that's threatening Florida right now, Hurricane Elsa, because... As you don't know, that is the character in the movie that sings Let It Go. Ooh. And I'm like, oh. But the memes, some of the memes that I've seen have been very classic regarding that. So I haven't, I don't watch actual TV. I watch Hulu and Netflix, the streaming services. So I haven't really been seeing any news or anything. So I wasn't aware of the hurricane of Florida. And I'm surprised I haven't seen any memes or anything on Facebook about it. Because the only thing I've heard in Florida... Is the building collapse, which, oh my gosh, it's so tragic. It's so awful. And I am so sorry to the victims and the victims' families. And the last I heard, I think it was 128 people are still missing, still unaccounted for. I could not imagine. Well, the thing is, they, they went up to 20 on the death toll the last I saw. Yeah. And actually combining both stories, that's one thing that's starting to threaten the recovery efforts is this hurricane that's starting to blow in. Oh my gosh, that's so awful. And how that will affect. So it's just so sad. I mean, yeah, it's terrible. I made the joke with somebody or it wasn't really a joke. It was just a comment of, do you think that they named it Hurricane Elsa though for the fact that it is just an open book in terms of how many memes you can create and gifts? Because let's be real, everybody loved the memes from the pandemic. That was one thing that I kept hearing, at least out here in Utah, is this pandemic sucks, but at least the memes coming out of it are so great. There were some pretty good memes. <laughs> like, there were some awesome ones. I mean, I hope to never have to go through that again. Absolutely. However, there were some very creative people. <laughs> and for that, thank you. 
<laughs> we only had so much time on our hands. I will say we weren't really affected. My job never shut down. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was not a good year. No. But anywho, I'm sorry. I just squirreled from the conversation on the group chat. That's okay. Did we have any, did you have anything more that you wanted to vent about in regards to group chats or anything else? I love being in group chats. I love being included in things, but just for like the beginning of it, just the beginning. That's all. Stop including me after that. <laughs> Stop including me if it doesn't directly pertain to me. Exactly. Thank you for including me. It means a lot. But now I'm over it. Moving on. Now I don't want to be here. Thank you, though. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Okay, bye. <laughs> so can I transition to my moment-ish event? Absolutely. Yes. So, I mean, it kind of goes into our favorite things that we were talking about. But I have been getting so bothered lately. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just one of those things where it's on my mind. And so I'm noticing it a lot more, if that makes sense. Like it happened and then now I'm just noticing it everywhere. Right, yeah. Where there just seems to be an entitlement from people that causes a lack of basic... Manners. Basic manners. Yes, thank you. Glad to help. (laughs) Like basic human decency. Like the biggest one that I'm hearing a lot of is people saying thank you. I always try to say thank you. I mean, even if it's just something simple, right? Say thank you to the person checking you out at the grocery store. Yeah. Or someone at the bank who's helping you. Like, whatever it may be. It's something small that may mean a lot to someone else. Yeah. Or it's just showing your gratitude. Yeah. Yes. I I had someone... Well, I had someone actually say to me, well, why would I thank them? They're just doing their job. Ugh. Audible eye roll, by the way. <laughs> and I'm just like... Because they're still human. Like, yes, they're just doing their job, but you can still thank them for doing it. Like, I just, I don't understand where that went. And this all got triggered by a connection to my husband who they were just expecting my husband and my father-in-law to fix broken equipment at the gym. Just to fix it. Because my husband's already gone out of his way. My father-in-law especially have gone out of their way to do fixes and repairs around the fight gym. And it's gone to the point where we're like, no, we're not doing this anymore. There's no gratitude being shown. And so they blatantly said, no, we will not fix this. But then my father-in-law, being an incredible person that he is, was like, look, I already have the pieces of plywood cut that you guys need in order to, com- to complete this fix properly. If you come pick them up, we will let you have them to fix it. But we're not doing the labor part. Right. Which, in and of itself, is a really big deal because plywood is like gold nowadays. Any lumber. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's it's gotten really expensive, which is probably because of the pandemic. Oh yeah. 2020 just won't stop giving, guys. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like any lumber, right? And so they then drive the plywood down to the gym because my husband was going down to train and they don't get as much as a thank you. Oh, I would have taken that plywood and just never mind. The gym owner, or this individual that we're having conflict with, and I'm trying not to name names just in case this gets heard. We can call them a different name. Didn't even have, well, she'll know exactly who she is. Had the audacity to make a comment of how my father-in-law didn't do the wall. Fuck off. But wouldn't even mention about how they supplied them with the supplies to fix it. So I just like, that's what triggered it. And then it's just been so constant I've just been seeing it like even from like 
all ages, from little kids. My friend's kid earlier this week, we went to a concert in the park, which was lovely. My husband got a cookie because we got one of those, like, meals. And she goes, I want that cookie. Then go get one. And he's like, okay, what do I get for it? Wait, some random little girl said that? No, it was our friend's kid. And she's like 10. Oh, still. I want that cookie. And he's like, okay, and? I want that cookie. What was the parent doing? It's like, what do I get for it? I want that cookie. Like, no, please. No, like, not even, hey, can I have that cookie, please? Hey, like, nothing. I want that cookie. I was like, girl, I love you. I will take that hat off your head and smack you with it. Yep. Like, knock it off. Like, it just, it was from that to the audacity of the gym owners to one of my clients trying to get upset with me for him not doing what he needed to do and blaming it on me. And he was so entitled this week of, you need to make space in your schedule for me. Do I? Mm, no. <laughs> Excuse me, what? So I'm just, I'm over humans' lack of a decency. Like, guys, please use manners. Please say please. Please say thank you. Ooh, the best thing about manners? They're fucking free, people. They cost you nothing. No. Just say thank you. Say please. Say have a nice day. But kind of going back to the gym owners. So they've been helping them for a while, right? Yep. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here and assume probably not so much as a thank you ever. We had one thank you. Ooh, one. But it wasn't genuine. Oh, of course. Because it was triggered by someone else in the gym being like, hey, you should probably say thank you to these guys for everything they've done. Oh, nothing like a guilted in thank you. Oh, yeah. So sincere. But so my question is, now that, you know, they're realizing we're not even appreciated for our work, there's no like any form of compensation, no thank you, we're not doing this anymore. But now they're the assholes because the gym owners are expecting it. And since they're ungrateful, they're no longer getting it. So now your father-in-law and Cole are the assholes? Kind of. But I mean, like, and they would never say that to them. But it's just the way they treat us. And I mean, and it just, ugh. But now they're annoyed that you've stopped helping them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm thankful Cole's finally putting his foot down. I put my foot down with this gym a long time ago because they burned me in regards to this over a year ago. Well, yeah, no, it was over a year ago. They burned me majorly pre-COVID where I had stepped up and helped manage the gym because one of the owners had moved out of the country, not out of the country, out of the state. And I've known one of these gym owners since I was in 11th grade. Oh, wow. So you have a full-blown... Oh, yeah. Long-term friendship. And so she moved out of the state. I stepped up to help her run the gym because it's her mom is the technical owner. She says that she's a secondary owner. And so it's her and her mom that run the gym. She moved. I moved in to help. When she came back from living out of state, it wasn't so much as a thank you. It wasn't so much as you're awesome. I managed this gym for her for seven or eight months. And near the end, I just stopped paying for my gym fee because I was working at the gym three days a week. You shouldn't have even been paying a gym fee. Yeah, so we stopped paying my gym fee, which makes sense because that was my form of compensation. I didn't even get a thank you. I just got a pop out of the office. Hey, am I good to charge your credit card on file? Uh, no. (laughs) And I walk in there. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I've been working here for the past eight months. Why would you charge me? Oh, well, I'm back now, so we don't need you. That was legitimately the conversation she had with me. 
Uh, I would have found a new gym. And I was just like, uh, what? (laughs) So, I don't know. I think, and like I said, and clearly this goes a little bit deeper. I don't want to get into a super duper deep dive. Right. But I think just the basic things that I've been noticing of just people's lack of thank you. People's lack of your welcomes. Like, even when you let someone in on traffic, it's so easy just to put your hand up and wave. Oh, I hate when they don't do that. Or when you hold a door open for somebody, say thank you. Because if you don't say thank you, there is a big part of me that just wants to grab you by the collar of your shirt and yank you back inside and shut the door in your face. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. Are you so above everybody else that you don't have to have common decency and courtesy? Must be nice. Just kidding. I enjoy telling people thank you. Well, I think it's just, it's not hard to say. It takes half a second, guys. A second, maybe. Two syllables. Thank you is shorter than Mississippi, and we count seconds by one Mississippi. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. When someone lets you in in traffic, you either put your hand out the window if it's down, or you put it up in front of your rearview mirror to acknowledge that someone did a nice thing for you, and you are thankful they did it. Yeah, especially like traffic or, I don't know, I just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me where this has gone. We were actually in my, I run the, I run the anger management group at my facility. (laughs) And our lesson this week was about four main forms of communication, which is passive, passive aggressive, aggressive or assertive communication. And it's just me and only two group members. So we're running kind of small because we're still feeling the effects of COVID. But we started on a conversation about how assertive communication and speaking up for yourself and using basic manners has gone so obsolete for things because of like social media and telephones and how there's comfort behind screens and how that's just affected and impacted communication overall, let alone basic manners. <laughs> I don't know your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, social media, you have so many trolls on social media. People feel invincible on their keyboard because they aren't actually confronting the people or having to be confronted by the people so they're a lot braver because there's really no repercussions you're on social media you can be as mean as you want to be you can say whatever you want to say because there's no one there to stop you I think it I think social media has kind of made entitlement a little worse oh yeah because people just feel entitled to the attention they feel and they just feel entitled to I guess do whatever they want yeah I feel like that's so true because people people expect access all the time to others they just want to be able to say what they can it's immediate results a lot of the time I don't know I had people like and on the flip side I hear people complain about those that want to spread gratitude on social media what you're mad that people want to make other people happy Okay, that's a hot take. Somebody made a comment the other day of, I hate when people just be like, hey, thanks so much to this person for helping me out with this. They're like, that doesn't need a Facebook post. Why are they doing it? To try and make that other person feel good. And like, why does it affect you so much? Keep on scrolling, bud. Yeah, if if you don't like what you see, keep fucking scrolling. You want people to mind their business. Maybe you should also learn how to mind yours. Yeah. Is what it is. Or is it more, are you just upset because you're not getting a similar shout out? Probably. Like, I don't know. I just... Or they get mad. Well, no one told me thank you for this. It's like, well, that sucks for you. Maybe you should have said something. So don't ruin it for other people, okay? If you're noticing that people aren't saying thank you, 
I know this is a cliche or may sound cliche to some of our listeners. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Cliches are cliches for a reason, but there's so much truth to it. You want to start hearing more thank yous? Start with yourself. Make sure you say thank yous to people. Make sure you use proper manners. And when you're in line checking out, how has your day been? Yeah, they ask you. They probably have to. But you can also ask them. And that one little exchange of words might brighten their entire day. Or as long as you're not an asshole about it. Because realize you are one of a couple hundred people, probably over thousands, especially on a busy holiday weekend like this, Mm -hmm. going through the grocery store that they see that those little conversations may make their day go faster. Yeah. And another thing that might help is to put your phone down. If you're on the phone and you're walking up to check out, you can call them back or finish your conversation and then go check out. Don't be that person. Because they're trying to talk to you, you're talking to someone else, you're not listening, you're being rude, you're taking up more time. Just, I'm sure your conversation isn't that important, because if it was, you probably wouldn't be at the grocery store. No. Yeah, and it just like, well, even earlier this week, my husband and I went to the grocery store to grab a couple things, and we went through self-checkout, because we prefer that, especially when we only have five or six things. I don't want to wait in a huge line. Oh, yeah. And the guy running the self-checkout comes up and... Starts chatting with us. Hey, how's it going? How's your day? Oh, you guys got this. That looks awesome. Haven't tried that yet. And as we're leaving, my husband makes the comment of, well, he was a super chatty with us today. What was with that? And I said, you got to realize, like, he doesn't have a lot of people to talk to. People need human contact. I said, he was just trying to be nice, checking in on us, making conversation. He goes, yeah, I guess so. But it was just interesting. But I don't know. I think the entitlement to things is really bugging me lately, the people that, oh, I just deserve this. Or I just deserve this and I don't need to show gratitude for it. Yeah. It bugs me. It bugs me really bad lately. Something that also bothers me, kind of going back to social media. Well, why didn't you accept my friend request? Did you see my friend request? Yeah, I saw it. (laughs) And it's still there because if I delete it, then you can just resend it. (sighs) You don't have to be friends with everybody on Facebook. And sometimes, especially if it's a family member, You don't always want them knowing everything about you. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, there's just a lot. And maybe, and this was actually a conversation I had with my own therapist. I think a lot of my self-reflection and noticing of what's going on that's bugging me is the fact that I'm about to be a mother. I am five weeks out. Yeah. And I am in that mindset of looking at my own childhood, looking at the way I was raised, looking at the way I was treated, looking at the way society's functioning nowadays. And really thinking, like, how do I want my daughter raised? How do I want her to see this world? How do I want her to treat others? Yeah. Because I know from my education, being a licensed therapist, everything else, and just, like, basic human understanding, we learn from those around us. Yeah. If your child is watching you be an inconsiderate piece of shit, you shouldn't question if your child's going to start being an inconsiderate piece of shit. And don't be surprised when they are. Exactly. I mean... I hate to put it out there so blunt, but it's true. I don't know where they get it. Uh, you, Karen. <laughs> exactly, you. Whoever it is. Have you seen a mirror recently? You don't understand why it's like, give me this. But yeah, I just saw you do that 20 minutes ago. What? I've never done that. I don't know what you're talking about. So I think that's, I guess getting into a little bit of deep dive. That's another piece, guys, is be aware of those around you. Be aware of who you're teaching. Be aware of how you 
are acting and how others are perceiving you. Especially if you have young kids around. Like, my nephew's three and a half. Almost four. Holy. He's almost four. He turns four in September. <laughs> I just realized <laughs> that. He's getting so big. But he he knows that Uncle Cole fights. Even if he's never seen Uncle Cole fight, he knows Uncle Cole fights. Just from us talking about it. So what does he want to do every time Uncle Cole's around? He wants to fight him. But we have to have conversations about how you do that appropriately. And that's just from him hearing. Yeah, imagine from what it would be seeing. And if you have to sit there and say, as a parent, well, I don't know where they get it from. Uh, Probably from you. Because if your kid's acting a certain way and you don't know where they're getting this from, they're probably seeing it from you as a child when you see your parent acting a certain way. That's who you learn from. So chances are if you see your child doing something and you're not sure where they get it from, maybe that's a need for some self-reflection. Yeah, I think it's so true. There is so much that is happening that once again, I want people to realize the impact that they have on other people. And I'm coming through the lens of, and this was triggered by my doctor this week of, holy shit, I'm bringing another mini human (laughs) into this world. Because we had that conversation of a, gotta pack your hospital bag because you're technically full term next week and so your daughter could literally come at any time so <laughs> i love jack guys i wish you could see jackie's face i'm cringe like Ooh. <laughs> as i said that have fun with that <laughs> um but it just made it really real of me just thinking and looking at those around me and watching interactions with kids and me really having to think like how do i want kid my child raised And a piece of that is, I don't want her to be ungrateful. I don't want her to think that she's just entitled to get whatever the hell she wants because she wants it. Just because she wants a cookie doesn't mean she gets a cookie. Or just because, like, or if she does get something, that she can take it without saying thank you. Yeah. Like, be good humans. (laughs) I'm kind of segueing into it, which I don't expect favors in return, guys. This is one of my things. I like doing things for other people. Very much so. I, if you do something for someone else expecting a favor in return, you may want to check on that as well. Yeah, that's, no. You don't do favors expecting favors. You do favors because you want to be nice. Yeah, or it's not even a favor. Like, if you do something kind expecting something in return, that then's not doing an act of kindness. So I decided to do a random act of kindness, which I am delivering after we're done recording, which our good friend who has all of his kids in town and they're doing a big family barbecue thing... And he has four kids between the ages of three and 12. And he is a single father. Ooh, that's a lot. So I had extra limes in my fridge. And so, and they were starting to get to the point of like, hey, I really need to use these or there's going to be a waste. So I offered to make him a key lime pie because I know he loves it and his kids love it. He's going to a family barbecue today. And he was like, oh, well, do you want anything in return? Do you want this? No, I'm just going to give you a key lime pie. Yeah. Well, I can pay for the supplies. Nope, I'm not asking for that. It's two bucks for a graham cracker crust. It's 88 cents for, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not expensive. You're not building him a house. No. And I was talking to one of my coworkers about it. And she was like, really? You're not going to take anything in return? No, <laughs> I just want to be a nice person and make somebody a key lime pie because I have extra ingredients in my fridge. Yeah. I mean, better than letting them go to waste. Exactly. So... There was my random act of kindness for the week. And yes, I'm going to do it. I'll do a humble brag about it. I like the fact that I did it. That I just didn't make a giant key lime pie for myself because I can eat that entire fucker by myself. (laughs) I don't need an entire key lime pie. I'm not a huge 
key lime pie person. I love it. I don't think I like the tartness of it. I'm not sure. I just don't like it. But that's me. No, that makes sense. Mine has five ingredients, and it's super easy. It's sweet and condensed milk, sour cream, lime juice, and lime zest poured into a graham cracker crust. Is yours uh, no bake? No bake for 10 minutes at 350. Okay, so you don't put any eggs or anything in it? Nope. And then just put it in the fridge and cool it. Okay. Super simple, super easy, super delicious. I bake them with sweetened condensed milk, lime juice, and eggs. So you do eggs instead of sour cream. I don't use sour cream. I use plain Greek yogurt. (laughs) This is Baking Corner brought to you by Jackie and Tess, guys. Yeah. (laughs) So, anywho, did you you possibly have a random act of kindness? Just to keep the transition going. No. Wait. No, I don't think I did. (laughs) Throwing you under the bus there. Or did you have one maybe done to you? Did someone buy cheese again for you? Fucking wish. No. (laughs) Actually, Tom kind of brought that up because we're going to a barbecue tomorrow at a friend's house and we're just going to bring burgers. He's like, hey, we got to go get cheese. Maybe someone will buy it for you again. I was like, man, I wish. I wish. But no, I doubt it. I'm going to laugh so hard if that happens again. I will too. I'll be like, this is the best. No, I don't think I had a random act of kindness this week. No, that's fine. Like I said, you didn't know that I was doing one. I kind of threw you under the bus there. <laughs> but I think it just, like I said, it kind of transitioned well. I felt it did at least. Um, anything, I guess, from events about group chats or entitlement, lack of gratitude, lack of manners that you want to touch on before we jump into wholesome moments? Yeah. Stop talking on your speakerphone in the store, people. <laughs> Man, that fucking annoys the <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, no. Sorry, I think that's it. No, I 100% 100% agree with that. Or, oh, this was, like, legitimately, we are on, I do team meetings with other agencies that I collaborate with for my therapy, whether it be, like, DCFS or probation officers, schools, parents, teachers, whatever, right? Please mute yourself if you need to have a conversation with someone else outside of this virtual team meeting. And then we have one, specifically... She will not only keep herself live or audible, unmuted. She will keep herself unmuted. I'm trying to think of the right term for that. But she will then use talk to text to send text messages to people. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it's just... Because we'll be like, hey, I'm going to go text so-and-so because they're not on the meeting yet. And then we hear, hi, period. Are you going to be joining the team meeting today? Period. Wait, what? <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> it just makes me giggle. That's annoying. That's almost <laughs> taking more time than it would to have typed that out. Which I get. People are slow typers, slow texters. It is a thing still. I just laugh at the fact that she leaves herself audible for everybody else to hear. Like, it just... <laughs> but yeah, speakerphone in the store is crazy. So when Bluetooth was coming out, they would have those Bluetooth things in their ears. And it was so new that I didn't just automatically assume they were on the phone. And I remember I was at Walmart and this guy is talking and I'm the only other person in the aisle and I'm not that far away from him. So I was like, um, hi, what? And he just kept talking. I was like, I don't. Then he turned his head. I was like, oh, this son of a bitch is on Bluetooth. (laughs) I'm trying to have a conversation back to him because I thought he was talking to me. Yeah. Because he kind of gave me a weird look, and that's when I saw the Bluetooth. I'm not trying to not trying to one-up you here, but I can. <laughs> there is a certain family member who has the inner ear hearing aids. 
cochlear? I don't think hers are full co- cochlear. They might be. Yes, because you can still disconnect a battery. Yes. So has cochlear implants. Those fuckers now Bluetooth to your phone. That's crazy. So we can't even see Bluetooth. <laughs> I love her. She will start a conversation with you. And you're a couple good exchanges in in the conversation. And well, she'll ask like, hey, how's it going? You're like, oh, it's good. How's your day? Oh, it's going. And then she'll ask you another question. You answer. She goes, oh, wait, sorry. Let me turn off my Audible book. You asked me the question first. <laughs> I love it when my grandma used to do this and it would just crack me up because it pissed my mom off so much. But that's not why it made me laugh. My grandma would call you and be like, I don't have time to talk and hang up. My mom's like, you fucking called me. I was just like, that's pretty funny, grandma. I don't know if she knew that she had called her but as soon as my mom would be like hello i don't have time to talk and would hang up the phone (laughs) it's like one what the fuck are you doing you are retired you have nothing but time and you called us you you talked to us first oh grandma i miss grandma's i miss my grandma's antics i was thinking about the the other day how somebody was making a comment of i don't understand how people could tell their kids to like Go play in heavy traffic or whatever. What? I don't know how it got brought up, but I was like, dude, I heard that all the time. My grandma threatening, dude, you don't straighten up, I'm going to go give you to the Indians. Oh my gosh. Grandma, <laughs> you can't, like, no, we can't say that nowadays, but it just makes me laugh. Or if we're bugging her, go play in heavy traffic or something. Get out of my hair. Wow. My grandma did not say that. <laughs> <And I> just, <laughs> my grandma said shit like that to me all the time. I would call my grandma up whenever my mom was yelling at me or mad at me about something. My grandma would be like, all right, hang up. And I'm like, okay. So she would call back and then yell at my mom for yelling at me. My mom's like, what? Did you call your grandma? Yes, I did. Wow, you're you're a snitch. You deserve stitches. I mean, I'd rather not. <laughs> no, I would, I would tell on my mom all the time. Grandma, mom yelled at me. Hang up, I'm calling her. Thank you. Did you call your grandma? Yes, I did. <laughs> if I'm going to suffer, we're all going to suffer here. We're all getting yelled at. We're all getting yelled at. We are in this together, even though I probably started it. No, it's always so much fun. Grandparent antics. Oh, geez. My grandpa, if I ever did something wrong or something to annoy him, he would call up and yell at my mom about it. And my mom's like, why are you yelling at me? Why don't you call her? Well, I don't want to upset her. Like, I helped my grandpa roof his house one time, and I wasn't good at keeping the shingles straight. They all went up at an angle, all of them, multiple rows. I thought I did a great job until I looked at it. (laughs) My grandpa was pissed. Oh, I'm sure. I think he was just more irritated at the fact that, how did you fuck up this badly? (laughs) How did you not notice? But I was, think, junior high or freshman or something. I wasn't driving. Was he irritated or impressed? Sorry. Probably both. (laughs) So he called my mom up and yelled at her about my not-so-great roofing job. So he didn't want to yell at me because I tried hard and he appreciated that, but he didn't appreciate the fact that we had to go back up the next day and redo my entire mistake. I mean, it ended up looking really good. I made sure to look at my progress as I was making it. So it was fine. Yeah. And I'm sorry. You were also in junior high. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I grew up in a small town. That's what kids did. They all farmed at a young age helped you know with any house construction stuff like that that was pretty par for the course yeah I mean I can't say anything my dad had me grouting tile when I was like six or seven because my parents built on 75% of our house so yeah B 
but yeah, no, I was I was never asked to help with roofing or any form of construction again. Pretty smart <laughs> move on his part. I have been trying to choose out of my. I actually have a lot of wholesome moments that I could talk about this week. So I'll just save a couple, pack them away for next week. There you go. <laughs> that actually transitioned into one of, I forget how country my husband is, was raised. And that is my wholesome moment for the week is that yesterday I went to dinner with his sister. Well, I went to lunch with his sister and then we met back up at my in-laws house because husband just got off work. We were picking up the dog hanging out, waiting for our in-laws to get home because they were taking the horses to the vet. And I'm like, holy crap, this is even so much more country than I imagined. And I'm listening to my husband sit there and talk to his sister about their dad's horses because he has seven of them. Oh, nice. I love horses. And about their size and how they walk and how they do this and how they do that. And I'm like, I legit have a country farm boy that loves anime and Pokemon and does MMA fighting and all this random stuff. And then he goes, oh, so by the way, we're going to go move cows tomorrow. Wait, what? He's like, yeah, I'm waking up at like 5 a.m. to drive out to go help my sister move cows and get them separated and load them into trailers. And I don't know why. Like, it, it just made me giggle. And maybe this is just me who grew up in suburbia, <laughs> city area, 15 minutes outside of Salt Lake City, which is the capital of Utah, and just never really experienced that. But for me, it just seemed so wholesome and sweet. That is sweet. Of, hey, we're going to go out and move cows. At 5 a.m. He's like, do you want to come? And I was like, no, hard no. He's like, well, stay home and enjoy your morning. Then I said, that's a Texas size 10 for good, buddy. Over and out. <laughs> oh, letter Kenny. <laughs> that can be a secondary wholesome moment. But yeah, I think just, I mean, enjoying, I live in a smaller little community now that's more farm oriented and horses and cows and everything else but I don't know it just made me happy. So growing up I grew up in a farm town and it was actually a legitimate excuse if you were late for school because your cows got out. (laughs) I am not kidding. They're like all right that's an excuse Tardy go ahead. I'm like what? My cows got out too. Like uh you live a block and a half away from here. Your family doesn't farm cattle. (laughs) Yeah, you can't really get away with that. I helped that guy get his cows in. (laughs) My cat got out? I don't know. Give me that excuse, Tardy. Yeah, another thing about small towns, everybody knows all of your business. Oh, yeah. Like, if you don't know what's going on with yourself, ask someone else, because they probably do. You're going to hear it from your dad's coworker before you hear it from your parents that something's happening within your family. I was at a party in college. And I ran into people from my hometown. <laughs> and my mom called me a half hour later to yell at me because I said I was studying. Because <laughs> the people that saw me texted someone they knew who must have told their parents who called my mom who then called me. It was 30 minutes later. I am not joking. Yay. My mom was not happy. Well, and it's not like the person that you ran into was trying to get you in trouble. It was just, hey, mom, I just ran into... Jackie and da da da. Do you remember her from third grade? Well, I think it was also because I never went out in high school. I never really hung out with anybody. I didn't go out and party. I didn't drink or anything. So seeing me at a party in college was probably just like, holy shit, you guys, blah blah blah, Jackie's here. And then someone was probably like, Patty, do you know where your daughter is? (laughs) My mom's like, yeah, she's studying. Which, come on, you should have known better. That's on you, mom. 
What? She can't trust you? Not to study on a Friday night. My goodness. <laughs> what is your wholesome moment for the week? My wholesome moment of the week. It's a small one, but it, it was, it's a nice one. We had a date night on Thursday. We had some gift cards from Christmas left over, so we went out to Texas Roadhouse. I love their cinnamon butter. Oh my gosh, it was so good. We picked Thursday because we figured during the week, it's probably not going to be that busy. If we go on Friday, it's probably going to be packed. It's a holiday weekend. Went on Thursday, expecting it to be really slow. Holy shit, this place was packed. They're back to 100% capacity. Good for them. Yeah. And honestly, the restaurant industry took such a massive hit in 2020. I love seeing a restaurant doing well, doing good business. I like it for the restaurant, and I love it for the, the staff and the workers. So, yeah, it was a really good night. We each got steak. It was really well cooked and seasoned. And, yes, that cinnamon butter. Oh, my goodness. So good. Yeah. Well, I just think the concept of date night is just a wholesome moment. Yeah. That was one of my other ones that I was debating between is my my oldest brother. We have been in this house for a year now almost, just shy of a year. For the very first time in that year, finally made the 45-minute drive up to come see my home. <laughs> so him and my... That's nice. Yeah, so it was him, but then also my cousins, who I adore, came up with them as well. And we just did a couple's night. We went to... It was like a triple date, I guess. We went to our local town area where the food trucks were set up. All got different food truck stuff. And came back to the house and just played... Have you ever played the game called Codenames? No. It's actually a really fun game. And especially fun because they have the adult raunchy version. Nice. Which I always appreciate. <laughs> and yeah, we just hung out and played games and ate good food and everything else for a while. And it was just nice to see that part of it. Yeah. But it was nice to see how many people were out of the food trucks. Oh, yeah. And just like going out and then I think the original part of this was having a date night, having couples night. That type of stuff is very important in any relationship. Yeah. And it's so easy to get into a slump, especially, you know, you've been together for a long time. Oh, yeah. So it's nice to once a month or once every other month, just have a date night. Well, and that's one of the best marital advices I ever got from a dear friend was don't ever stop dating your spouse. Yeah. Don't ever stop doing the little things that you would do when you're trying to court them, like showing up with their favorite candy or little gifts or whatever, or being like, hey, you mentioned really wanting to see this movie, I bought us tickets. Or going on a legitimate date. Don't ever stop dating your wife, your spouse, people. And don't stop doing the little things either. But I will say, also do not get beer at the restaurant. Oh my gosh. We had an IPA, a draft IPA. It was eight seventy five a piece. Oh yeah. I was like I looked at it, I was like, what? We could have gotten a six pack. <laughs> yep. Welcome back to restaurant alcohol prices. Yeah. No. That was one thing that COVID taught me pre pregnancy was for what you would spend on three cocktails, you can buy a bottle. Mm-hmm. You can drink so much cheaper at home that yeah if you go out enjoy it enjoy a cocktail but make sure you know what prices you're getting into yeah i hate they never have the prices on there i will say 
we did ask if they had any specials. And she's like, no, we don't have specials, but we have Long Islands for $5. Okay. We're not trying to get fucked up here, honey. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a special, though? <laughs> it's their everyday special, Long Islands for $5. Yes, I love that. It's like, um, I don't know if you noticed, but we drove here. Oh, Long Islands. You can get a beer for $10 or you can just straight get fucked up. If you ever make it out to Utah to come visit me, I will take you for duckies. What are duckies? It is the closest thing to a fishbowl in Utah. It is a beautiful drink and they're called duckies because they legitimately have rubber duckies floating in them. Oh, I love that. And it has, (laughs) I used to have like a hundred of them because my friends and I went like once a week for about a year. Like they stopped IDing me because they knew me so well. I miss getting ID'd. But on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's $10 for a ducky. Everybody's like, $10 for a cocktail? That's a lot. No, it's legit a fishbowl. We will post a picture of it on the podcast. It is made with 151. Oof. Everclear. Oh. Rothschild's 100 proof vodka. This is a recipe for disaster. And then has a, they're able to classify like Mike's Harder or Red's Apple Ale as a mixer to get around some of the Utah Law stuff. Okay. So they use one of those like 8% Wicked Apples or Mike's Harder Lemonades as a mixer in with all of that. And they are so tasty. And they taste so good. You're legally only able to buy one. You really only need to drink one. (laughs) I don't think you need to be buying two of those. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow, that is... I would say that's probably worth $10. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anywho, anything else before we wrap up this podcast as we've been kind of everywhere today? Oh, well I guess since we're on drinking. Tom also found out that I've never done a power hour. He was like, what? And I was like, well, I've just never done one. I don't know. I've also, wait, no, I have had jungle juice. I just didn't like it. Have you ever played Edward Forty Hands? No, ma'am, I have not. <laughs> okay. But I know what it is, so. So we might be doing a power hour at some point. I will keep everybody posted and updated. Well, okay, so it brought it up because we were watching Letterkenny, and they were doing their, like, centennial 100 shots, 100 minutes. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I've never even done a power hour. So, yeah. I am not doing the 100 shots in 100 minutes. Well, I first thought it was 100 shots of, like, liquor, and I was like, holy shit. No. How is anyone going to survive that? And then I saw they were pouring beer. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. 100 (laughs) shots of beer. It's probably a lot better choice than 100 shots of, like, bourbon or tequila. Ooh. I think you would die of alcohol poisoning pretty quickly, or just get alcohol poisoning pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's much coming back from that. Not at all. Oof. No. So, yes. Please keep us updated. (laughs) Everybody, hope you have a good rest of your week, rest of whatever it is that you're doing to celebrate this lovely summer that we're having. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but out here it is a gorgeous, beautiful weekend. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot out here, but we're okay with it. I think it's just... I say celebrate the summer because our school district out here released the official back to school date. Oh, that's not what anybody wants to see. It's made it a lot more real for people out here. And I think they're like, we got to keep soaking up summer. And so that's what I say. People go soak up your summer. Enjoy it. Love it. Have fun with it. Be thankful for it. Show your gratitude towards others. Please and thank you. 
And be safe and responsible. Ending on the gratitude note, we are so grateful for all of you listeners. We're grateful for the support. Remember that you can log on to any of our social media, like us. Email us if you guys want to have any of your topics or your events or anything right on the podcast and maybe have our takes or how we also feel about it. Or feel free to give us your takes on anything that we've talked about. Yeah, we'd love to hear that too. Yeah, we'd love to hear your reactions and responses. I believe, do we have a Patreon? We do. We do have a Patreon set up? We do have a Patreon. Mm -hmm. I usually list it in the description portion. That's right. So yeah, so you can find our Patreon there or just look us up unleashed no judgments on patreon perfect and yeah on that note guys have a good weekend day night year everything else moment have a good everything all right bye, bye. email us at unleashed no judge at gmail.com with any ideas stories feedback or just anything that you would like to discuss with us again that is unleashed no judge at gmail.com U N L-E-A-S-H-E-D-N-O-J-U-D-G-E at gmail.com.